Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. Today, I have the great honor to introduce you to Judy Matejcik. Judy is an award-winning life mastery consultant certified in 2010. Judy has guided hundreds to transform their dreams into reality. And knowing that each one of us is far more powerful and contains more potential than any circumstance, situation, or condition, Judy has guided special education students and parents with the Dream Builder Principles until 2014. Since 2014, Judy has delivered a passionate message of hope with her fun-loving approach to life on her YouTube videos and Facebook Lives. In August of 2020, in response to the pandemic, Judy created Paradigm Shifters, a Facebook group that features speakers globally who are in the middle of transformation. As a sought-after speaker in churches and schools, Judy has shared the stage with Mary Morrissey and Matt Boggs. Her events are uplifting and full of surprises, and you will probably feel that today in this conversation. Welcome, Judy. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you so much for having me. Mm. It's an honor. Uh, yes, thank you so much because it's absolutely an honor for me. And um, so I'd love to dive into this conversation. So, Judy, I believe I met you in 2015 um, when I was first going through coach training with Mary Morrissey. And then I catch you on Facebook, um, not super often because I just well, you know, schedules. I'm not on there as often as I would like to be, but when I catch you, you always have this beautiful message. Um, and I love that. So I guess to start this conversation off, I, first of all, I would like to ask you, how did you ever get involved with Mary Morrissey and becoming a life mastery consultant? Well, well, <laughs> many, many years ago, uh, there, I was sitting in a church, Unity Church of the Hills in Austin, Texas, completely burnt out mm. at a church service. Uh, I, I had been working as a special ed teacher. Oh, you know, we don't eat, we eat 24 hours, your head's spinning. And I was sitting there and we had this guest speaker and it was Mary Morrissey. Mm. And she was going to be leading a workshop after that. And I sat there and I'm like, her story matches mine, quite a bit of it. And I was wondering, I wonder, I wonder if I could do what she's doing. But she's so well put together. She's that. I had, I, I, I go to the Goodwill at best, you know, and I, yeah. and, and I, all this stuff. And 
there was something about her message that made me cry mm. because it was, are you really living your full potential? You know? Yeah. And so I, I went and I went back and I came back for the workshop. She did, she was doing in-person workshops. This is about 2007. Oh. And she hadn't started the certification program till 2010. <clears throat> and so I became one of her students <clears throat> and I had bought this book called You Are a Miracle and they were selling it at the back table, you know, that back then. Yeah. Would sell there. And in it, it was a compilation of short stories and music put together by a bunch of her friends. And in the back, mm. and I started to read it. Actually, I think it was 2005. I started to read it. In the back, it said, if you have any stories you'd like to submit for the next edition, you know, go ahead. And it was at that time that Katrina had hit uh -oh. in Louisiana. And all of their evacuees were coming into Austin. In the, I, I'm from Austin, Texas. And they were coming into the, the um, conference center and there were thousands of people there, all broken. And mm. and um, I'm like, I, I wanted to help, but I was too afraid. Because uh. I thought they were going to hurt me. Uh. And, and I, I, I'm in a recovery community, and they were putting together stuff going in. And I caught myself thinking... What is this fear about? You're supposed to be all inclusive. You're supposed to be all this. And I, 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 I drove down there and um, parked my car and I took a deep breath and I went into the volunteers thing. And inside were all of these people I totally admire. Mm -hmm. They weren't afraid and they helped me not become afraid. And, um, at any rate, I wrote that story, oh. submitted it to the I Am a Miracle people, and the story was published. And then I went to, uh, I, uh, uh, I was going to be published in this book. And my friend said, well, you have to go up to Portland. That's where Mary was doing these things a long time ago because they're both coming out. I'm like, I can't afford to take off school. You know, mm, I can't yeah, right. do this. I can't. And my friend said, you're going and I'm going to pay for the whole thing. Wow. And I did. I went up there and that's where I met Miriam Williamson. I met Michael Beckwith. I met uh, Mary and all of that. And I became, I signed on as one of her students. So I was one of her original students before she even decided to start the training in 2010. That was when she turned 60 years old. And Bob Proctor said to her, Mary, you can't, you got to start training people in what you do. And uh, that's when I became one of the first certified life mastery consultants. So wow. it a while. Wow. Yes, you have. My gosh, I didn't know any of that. How fabulous that is. And to be able to say that you're published in a book that uh, 
that Mary Morrissey is part of, I mean, I just, because you know, I have oh, yeah. respect for her and she's known worldwide and wow, that is so fabulous. I love that. So do you, what do you think was the thing that caused the fear in you when the people from Louisiana had come over to Texas? Do you, was it, was it just like a self-worth kind of thing or I don't fit no. in, not good enough? Not at all. No, it was really strange because um, Katrina hit and the people in New Orleans were transported to Houston first. Okay. And these, they were, um, they were, this, they were so scared. There were grandmas, babies, parents, you know, old people, you name it. And then Austin got kind of the overflow from Houston. Mm. And, you know, you're following on, you're following, and um, there was a, a, a fear there that I, I don't know where it came from, and except that I grew up in a very small town in Pennsylvania, we're all Polish, no black people, maybe one family, and I, I was born in the 50s. Oh, okay. And and so all of a sudden there's all of these people and they're hurting. They're from the inner city, New Orleans, and everything. And and I I was fine driving down there until I drove by and I actually saw my, my eyes these broken people mm. all over and babies crying and families. At, at, at any rate, it was that you know. It was that still small voice that's saying, uh, you know, are you really believing that you are you this and that? It's like, oh, my gosh. At any rate, I had to face that. Yeah. And when I went through, it was like I met some of the most beautiful people in the world. They were all in shock. And all I kept saying was that first day was, welcome to Austin. You couldn't have landed in a better place. <laughs> Oh, oh, I love it. It's so funny how our life circumstances um, just just roll into a new story in our life. I love it. So actually that that um, leads me to my next question. How, how did you end up in Austin? If you if you came from Pennsylvania, how did that all come about? Well, I was born in Pennsylvania. I, I've been in 1951. So uh, Mary Morrissey and I are the same age. Let's just say that. Okay. I'm one year younger. So it was that time <laughs> where it was like an interesting time to grow up. Let's just say the 50s and 60s, yeah. you know. And so from Pennsylvania, uh, I lived in, uh, I went to school in New York, around Buffalo. And um, then from there, um, went to Washington, D.C., and um, I met my children's father there. We were anti-war demonstrators in Vietnam. And then from there, we traveled around the country. We were in Tucson, Arizona, lived there for a while, then northern Wisconsin, and then finally down here to um, the Austin area. So okay. I've lived in Austin the longest that I've ever lived. And uh, I have three kids and two grandkids here. 
Well, they're not here, but yeah. Ah, uh, beautiful, so, beautiful. And life keeps going, you know. I don't know where I'll be next. But. Yes, because it's an adventure. It's just this grand adventure, and we just get to be part of it. And I love that. In fact, the synchronicities, my husband and I are on a grand adventure. Um, we'll be heading back to Minnesota tomorrow. But we're in Tucson right now enjoying this beautiful southern Arizona weather. Um, so I just, I love synchronicities. They're just, because I had no idea you ever lived in, in Tucson. So it's just oh, fun yeah. to have that shared. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. In the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your times are a little bit different now. And in fact, even, even thinking about that. So in the seventies, I was, I was born in 62. So in the seventies, you know, I'm just, you know, growing into my double digit years. And I know that life was so different. And everything that Mary teaches, because I'm also a life mastery consultant mm-hmm. and a dream builder coach. And if somebody would have talked to me then, you know, granted, I, I would have been younger, but of course, young children hear this information from their parents or other people. I don't, I don't know how I would have responded because we're just not brought up knowing that um, life is in our favor, that that a circumstance exactly how it is in your bio, that we have more power, that we contain more power and potential than any of the circumstances, situations, or conditions in our life. And in the 70s, would you have believed that or were you living from a different um, perspective? <laughs> ah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it was, uh, yeah. Remember, that's the hippie years, right? Right. And, uh, and uh, the, yeah. I don't know if it would, I would have ever, like, intellectually, right? But it, deep down, you know, uh, we were adventurous. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and, and so, you know, and then that led to uh, three children, one that was, what, and, you know, one conceived in Tucson and it was too hot. So we moved to northern Wisconsin. Now go figure that. <laughs> and so, and then our, our second child, uh, Jody, uh, was born with cerebral palsy. Mm. So I have that part of like knowing I think that's part of one of my stories, knowing deep down that a diagnosis does not define you. Yeah. And knowing that at a gut level, well, he wasn't supposed to walk. He wasn't supposed to do it. And I knew that, you know, there's part of Mary's story where she says, um, the MD on their jacket right. is like, it's minor deity, and I believe in a major deity. But back then, I didn't have the fancy words for it. Right. So I, I never really believed the diagnosis. And he walked when he was three and a half. Wow. He rode his bike, and he's 46 now. Wow. And his life has been a miracle. And Mary knows Jody, my son. Uh, Matt, you know, all of them grew up because I kind of grew up with Mary's family. I know them. I've known them for 16 years. 
So it's like we're part of a, a I don't want to even say believers, but a, a group of knowing, right. knowers. Yes. It's just a hoot. And so, but, and if it wasn't for Jody, my son, and me getting really interested in this stuff, I would not have been called to go back to school because I was a dropout too. Okay. I would not have um, gone back to school and I graduated when I was 48 as a special ed teacher at the top of my class at University of Texas. Beautiful. Now, and like, how does a school dropout get to be there? And that's, I mean, how does that happen? And it's like that intuitively knowing and following. And there's been a lot of bumps around on the way, you know? Sure. Yep. So I've had the pleasure of taking the Dream Builder program into my special education class. Yeah. In 2010, and all of these students there, and they were the kids who were um, in wheelchairs, the blind, you name the disability. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they were really having a lot of success. Mm, wonderful. Wonderful. And the only thing I could pinpoint was they all had a vision. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's speak into that a little bit, Judy, about having a vision. So so first, I, I guess it's a two-part question. So the uh-huh. special ed, um, you as a special ed teacher and bringing in the dream builder principles, was that the main teaching point was, was to have a vision of what it is that you want for your life? Was that kind of the foundation for everything that you, that you started from to teach your students about how to really grow into a life that you love living? Um, Yes. But at first it wasn't. I was just playing around to see if it would work, you know, because it's all an experiment. And I love the fact that, you know, Thoreau's experiment, we're always experimenting. Right. So I was experimenting. It's like, what if, and I had the kids who had failed out of every other class. They always, they landed with me. Uh, (laughs) And they hated it because... That meant my I had the class of quote unquote failures. Oh, right? yeah. So I looked. I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. So the very first thing is like, well, what would you love? Yeah. Okay, you're graduating from. You're out of high school. You're on your own. What is? And most of them wanted to be NFL football players. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, because there are a lot of guys, are tough nut guys, you know, young middle school kids, and they tough. You know, yeah. they have been beaten up. They've been, you know, no. uh, parents of alcohol abuse. The, a lot of some of the kids were coming in there who were users, beginning users. Oh, um, wow. plus all the other. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and I was like, 
And so, you know, we would get down and they thought, oh, this could be easy class. I'm like chuckling under my, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, you know, okay, what would you like? And so I treated them like NFL football players. Yeah. As their coach. Right. Yeah. And we would pull up. I I would like pull in like, okay, well, do you think that they uh, do their homework and show up for school on time? You think NFL players, and right. they were like, do you think that they respected their teachers? You know, yeah. and so I like, I would like, like treat them like, like an NFL football coach. And when they were acting out and acting up, I had a secret weapon in my back pocket. Ah, uh, what was that? You know what? It, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was total friends with all of the football coaches on that campus. And they, oh, the, a lot, there was some kids in there who, they were so athletically inclined but had no respect for academics or teachers, right? Mm. Now, I remember one day, it was really kind of funny. They're acting out and stuff, and I just buzzed one of the coaches, and he just happened to walk and stand in the back of my class. And those kids just like froze. Oh, <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> no problem from then on. And I'll tell you what, a couple of those kids, they were really sore the next day because he made them run extra laps. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. Judy, I'm telling show that it's like we're in a time warp because we are oh, going sure. to completely run out of time. And I have so many other questions that I want to ask you and, and discover and find out about. So would you be willing to come back next week so we can continue this conversation? Oh, absolutely. This is great. Sure. Ah, fabulous. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, I want to be able to share with the listeners because I know that you have, and of course, I just absolutely misplaced my paper with your notes on there. I know that you have a group that you work with and that is the Paradigm Shifters. And so if people wanted to join your group, because it's a closed group is my understanding, right? You have to be in, you have to um, be invited in. Yeah. Is that correct? Well, yeah, absolutely. Just just look me up on Facebook and ask to, or look up Paradigm Shifters on Facebook and go in and say request membership. And I, I go in there every day. Right now, this morning, we have 715 people. Wow, um, that's fantastic. Yes, we've had speakers from all over the globe. This morning, we interviewed somebody from Hawaii. Wow. Um yeah, sure, sure, sure. The, and my goal is at least a thousand by um, April. So, okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, I know exactly where I, I thought I knew where I wanted to pick up next week's conversation, and I just shifted gears. I know exactly where I want to pick up my conversation with you. So, for all of the listeners, um, Judy's information will be in the show notes. Um, so don't worry if you're driving or you don't know for sure how to spell Judy's last name. I'll spell it out loud quickly. It's M as in Michael, A-T-E-C-Z-Y-K. 
And oh, that... that's almost right. There's a J in there. Oh, where did I miss the J? <laughs> uh, it, I don't know. It's M-A-T-E-J-C-Z-Y-K. And I'm very Polish, that's why. Okay. Wow. I know it's so funny. Sometimes you look at a name and you're thinking somebody just wanted to throw in some extra letters because they weren't sure what happened with them. <laughs> so, so Judy Matejczyk, um, your information will be in the show notes. So anybody who wants more information on this, on Judy's um, uh, Paradigm Shifters Facebook group, that information will be right there on the show notes. And so you don't have to worry about stopping your car or writing anything down. Because uh, of course, this will air the same day that the show notes come out. So Judy, I'm grateful to have this first half an hour with you. And I look forward to continuing this conversation for next week. And we got lots to dive into. So thank you so much for being here with us today. No, thank you. Mm. All right. And to all of the listeners, be sure you come back for next week to hear the rest of the story with Judy Matejczyk. Bye-bye for now. Have a beautiful week. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.